Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Hey guys, I am so excited about today's episode because it's been something that I've been applying over the last week and it has helped me so much. So before I begin, I just, a couple housekeeping things. I just want to remind you that over the summer, we're on an every other week schedule. A lot of you have been messaging me a little bit panicked that the podcast is going away for the summer or where's the podcast this week and all those kinds of questions. I'm here to tell you that it's not going away, but we are on a little bit of a slower schedule so that I can balance all the things that we have going on behind the scenes over here. We've got my townhome, Airbnb situation, coaching, group coaching is going on right now and it's amazing. And then my regular one-on-one coaching clients, we have obviously the podcast and I have the team managing the team and a little tiny, 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 tiny bit of photography. I have like two sessions in July and two sessions in August. Anyways, it's been a little crazy over here. So it's great that we have, we can still have the podcast going, but it's on a slower schedule. If there is a specific topic that you need to hear, or you need to hear again, or you want more information on, please reach out to me. That is going to be the best way for me to get you the episodes that you want is by reaching out and saying, I love your podcast. I'd really want to learn more about blank, right? So please, please do that. Also, if you have a minute, please leave me a review. That really helps it so that people can find the podcast and listen to the podcast. And the more people that find it and listen to it, the more episodes I can provide for you. This week, I started reading a book called The Feel Good Effect by Robin Downs. And it's just this little book. I've never heard of her, but I guess she has a podcast, The Feel Good Effect. And it's this little book I picked up from the Five Below store. So it was a $5 book and I was like, this looks cute. And I read the whole thing and it was, it was a great book, just a reminder of mindset tools and letting go of that, like all or nothing thinking and that perfectionism and all sorts of things like that. And it really had me stop and think about myself um, and getting stuck in some of these cycles. And that's what I want to talk about today is getting stuck in the cycle of all or nothing this all or nothing type of thinking, go big or go home. If it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. Um, All in or all out. And there's no in between. And a lot of ways I was thinking about this, "Ah, do do I really have this? You know, because I'm not that way in my business, right? I'm like, I have a photography business, but I'm not doing photography this summer. I have a podcast on my every other week over the summer. I'm not totally quitting it. Like I can, you know, have these things where I'm like, how can I make this work? How can I adapt to have it fit my life and whatever. But as I really started reading about the all or nothing thinking, I, was, I realized I really, really do this when it comes to how I treat myself. So for example, I was out with my kids the other day and we were with like a friend that I'm not super comfortable with. I just constantly feel like maybe they're judging me and, and whatnot. And my kids started fighting and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible mom because my kids are fighting. Um, and then I brought a dish and it was kind of dry and I'm like, okay, I'm a terrible cook. And it, I kept doing this, like, if I do one wrong thing, I'm terrible at this. And I realize I'm not always this way. Like, when I get around certain people, I kind of go into this old version of myself that's, like, very much a perfectionist and very much, like, if I'm not perfect at this, I'm a failure. But it got, it had me really start thinking about myself and how I treat myself and how I talk to myself and how I let myself get beat up over really small things. Another area that I tend to struggle with is eating healthy or working out or anything like that um, because I get stuck in this all or nothing. Like either I need to go to the gym and eat on this meal plan and do this thing or I'm not healthy. I'm not fit. I'm not 
moving my body. I'm not working out like it. There's no in between. It's either I do nothing or I go all in. And I'm sure you guys can think about some instances where you have this all or nothing thinking. And maybe you're getting better like I am where there's a lot of things where I can, you know, be a little bit more lenient and make things work. But there's some areas where I'm still stuck in this all in or all out, go big or go home type of thinking. So as I was reading this book and just thinking about myself and how I fall into this all or nothing perfectionism trap, I thought of a talk by Michael A. Dunn called 1% Better. So this talk was from General Conference, which is a conference put on by our church leadership twice a year. And it's just like a big conference where we come together and we just feel uplifted with so many amazing talks and messages and scripture and all sorts of things. But this talk called 1% Better was basically talking about how instead of going all in and being either like not doing very well to like pushing ourselves really hard, instead of trying to be perfect at everything, we can tackle just one thing. And he talked about this story of this coach um, and this team, and I don't remember the details or even what kind of team it was, but basically they came into this team year after year trying to just like totally revamp them and just going from really bad to like, let's make them amazing and just pushing them really hard. And then this one coach came in and he's just focused on getting them 1% better. And they finally had the comeback they were looking for because instead of trying to just turn over everything and just change all the systems and make them better instantly, he just slowly improved just different areas that they struggled with 1% and overall they were able to make drastic changes in their lives. And so I love that concept and I totally butchered the story, I'm sure, but you get the idea that instead of trying to just be perfect and go in and have a workout routine and eat healthy and don't eat sugar and blah, 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 all these things, we can just tackle one thing at a time and just focusing on being 1% better, not 100% better, not 200% better, not miraculously better, just 1% better. And every single day we can wake up and think, what can we do today to be a little bit better than we were yesterday? So examples I want to share. Number one, eating. Eating is a major one that I see all the time that we get in this all or nothing thinking is very, very common. Um, You you are like, oh, I've been eating so crappy. I'm going to just go off sugar, right? I'm just going to no sugar, no, nothing bad. And I'm just going to cut it out. And I even see people, you know, like make deals with other people. Okay. I'll have to pay you $50 if you eat sugar. You have to pay me $50 if you eat sugar type of things, like stuff like that to really encourage them to not eat sugar. But that's not enough. Like it's really hard to go from having a lot of sugar in your life to having no sugar. It's the same when my husband tries to get off soda. You can't have like Like, I remember when he would try to get off Mountain Dew, he would go get, like, a 24-pack and, like, binge it that weekend and then try to go off. Like, that's not how it works, right? You can't just go from having 24-pack in one weekend to having no soda. It it doesn't work that way. So, maybe instead of doing that, maybe you have four sodas a day and you move to three sodas a day. Or you have two sodas a day and you move to one. Or you have a soda every day and you move to one every other day, right? Like, you don't have to go all in and just eliminate everything, Start with baby steps, 1% better. Maybe you start drinking soda at 8 a.m. and you start now at 12. Like, how can you be better without totally like going into this all or nothing thinking? The same thing happens when people start working out. Like, if they miss one workout, they're like, eh, I missed the workout. We'll start next week. Oh, I don't have time for, you know, an hour workout, so I'm just not going to work out today. And we get into this, 
we have to do this full hour at the gym workout with a specific plan with a personal trainer in order to make this work. And if it doesn't fit into our schedule, then we're not going to make it happen, right? But there are so many five-minute workouts. There's moving your body. There's going on a walk around the block. There's walking for 20 minutes on a treadmill. There's doing 20 jumping jacks. Like you can do something when you can't do the full thing. Um, Another example is spending. People go on these like no spending months, right? I've never done it because I know that I can't and I know that I don't want to fail and so I don't even do it. But instead of maybe going like no spend November or whatever it is, Maybe you say, okay, I'm I'm only going to spend if it checks these four boxes or I'm only going to spend money when I have cash or like you can change it up a little bit and, and make boundaries for yourself that aren't so constricting. My mission is to empower women in their roles as business owners and mothers so that they can feel like they're running an amazing business without sacrificing family life and without feeling that mom guilt. And that's why I created this little workbook that is going to walk you through a few very basic, simple steps to find peace, joy, and fulfillment in your life as a mompreneur. There's a link below where you can sign up to get the guilt-free mompreneur mini workbook and start using affirmations, a cute little schedule, and a gratitude journal to start living your guilt-free mompreneur life right away. Uh, Another one I see all the time is when people are spending too much time on their phone, they start deleting apps or they stop, like they, they leave their phone somewhere or they like take social media, you know, like I'm going to be off social media for the next four months or whatever it is. And that's really hard to be addicted to social media and then the next day be completely off social media. And I'm not saying it's not good to take breaks from social media and have limits on it. I'm just saying maybe instead of going completely off, you set screen limits for yourself or you put the app on your computer or instead of your phone or something like that. Like you check your Instagram from your computer when you're working instead of having it on your phone. For me, I have major screen time limits um, for my messages, for my Marco Polo, for my Facebook, for my TikTok, for my Instagram. And so I'm consciously aware when I'm on TikTok and I've hit my 30 minute limit and it says, do you want 15 more minutes or get off. I'm consciously aware of like, okay, you know, today I did all my stuff. My kids are gone. I'm going to give myself 15 more minutes or not. Like I set boundaries around everything, but I don't delete the apps and I don't turn off my phone for a week or things like that because I know that that's not going to work for me. I know that after two days, I'm going to get right back on. And so it's not that I don't want to have limits. It's that the all or nothing thinking is where we get into trouble and it doesn't actually work that well. I used to have a goal of reading a book a month or going to the temple one time a month or whatever it was. And I would miss like two months and I'm like, eh, never mind. I'm going to do a different goal, right? Now my goal is reading and it's, it doesn't matter how many books it is. It doesn't matter. Like I'm just going to read. And this year I've already read like 25 books and it's June. And the old me read like one book a year because I got stuck in this all or nothing thinking. And if I didn't do January, February, March, April, May, why start in June? So I hope you get the idea of what I'm talking about is we can have limits and we can have boundaries and we can have um, ways to help so it's not either all in or all out, but we need to stop with this limiting mindset of all or nothing, right? Um, Another quote from this talk by Michael A. Dunn is, habits are the compound interest of self-improvement if you can get just 1% better at something each day, by the end of the year, you are 37 times better. So like he says, and like the compound effect, a lot of other awesome books and and things teach us that 
when we slowly add like new habits, we are compounding that over time. So maybe this small habit today is just a small habit, but in a year of doing that same small habit, it's compounded over time and now we're 37 times better a year later, which is amazing. So how am I doing that this summer? Last week, I really hit a low point in my life. I was like, I am so unmotivated. I don't want to work. I don't want to go do fun things. Like I'm just so tired. I'm burnt out. And I wasn't even working. Like I wasn't even burnt out from working. I was just like burnt out. And I think it was from thinking, um, from being in this perfectionist mindset, from thinking about the future and all the things that I needed to do that aren't even here yet that I was stressing about. I had this like mental fatigue burnout and I was just done. I was like, I can't do it. Um, and I just got really stuck. And in that day, I realized, okay, I'm stuck. And I started reading this book, The Feel Good Effect, and I realized, okay, I'm stuck because I'm all or nothing thinking right now. And I'm like, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do that. Like I was making all these excuses because I was in that stuck place. And so what I decided to do in the middle of this funk is, first of all, I reached out for help. And for me, for help is body talk session. So I signed up for that and I was like, okay, I need help. Um, I have no energy and I'm just feeling very overwhelmed. And then the second thing I did is I realized I needed a change. And for me, the summer, I'm taking a lot of time off. And so I'm not in routines like I am during the school year. And because I'm not in routines, I'm not taking care of myself. And it seems that the busier you are, the easier it is to like do the morning routine and have the routines and do the things that you need to do for yourself. But when it's slower, it was hard for me to fit it in because I didn't have any place where it fit in. So I decided to create a new routine for me, a summer version, um, which is just doing one action step in four areas every single day. And those areas are mind, body, spirit, and business. So I decided every single day I'm going to do one thing for my mind, one thing for my body, one thing for my spirit, one thing for my business. And it doesn't have to be like the same thing every day or like committing. Like I know there's all these challenges that I've tried to start before. Like, okay, let's commit to this specific workout plan. Everybody does it 20 minutes a day, 100 ounces of water, eat fruits and veggies. Like, right, we have all these things and that's the all or nothing thinking that that we get stuck in, that it has to be a certain way. But by doing it this other way where I wake up in the morning and decide what am I going to do today for my mind, body, spirit, and business, it allows me to be flexible and it allows myself to push my body 1% better, but not overdo it and get into these stuck patterns of committing, over committing before I'm ready to. So some of the things that I've done for the mind are journaling, black journaling, gratitude journaling, um, listen to a podcast, read a book. For me, any sort of education or something where I'm feeding my mind works. So if I have online classes to take or um, like I'm a part of so many of those bundles or I've checked out with so many of those bundles over the years for business and for self-improvement. So taking a class, um, watching something and learning something new on YouTube studying something, working on Sudoku. There's so many different things, right? The next category is body. 
So for me, I know that committing to like going to the gym every day or a specific workout plan is not going to work for me. It's just not. So my body goals have been different every day. One day it was walking the dog for a mile. One day it was going on a bike ride up the hill with my family. One day it was doing a five minute workout. One day it was swimming with my kids and accepting all of the stretch marks and all the things, all the discomfort of that and just moving my body with my kids. So it wasn't anything like you need to do 45 minutes to an hour cardio or something like that. It was like things that I knew I could do. So very basic for me, but for other people in the same thing, they're bigger workouts, they're going to the gym, they're setting up for the gym, they're lifting weights, they're playing soccer, they're uh, doing different things about for eating, like eating a certain amount of veggies or fruit or protein intake or um, resting, getting sleep, all the different things. So There's so many different ways that you can do each thing. The next category is spirit. So those have looked super different for everyone. For me, I've had energy sessions. I've had meditations. I've had read my scriptures. I've had read conference talks, come follow me. Other people in the group that are doing it with me, yoga, reconnecting with friends, serving friends, walking in nature, reading an uplifting book, so many different things so many different things. And then the last category is business. And the business one obviously changes for everybody. But for me, it's been outlining podcasts, recording podcasts, answering emails, posting reels, things like that. So after I decided I was going to set a goal in mind, body, spirit, and business, I put it out there on Instagram and said, hey, I'm going to set goals for myself to push myself and I need accountability. Who wants to do this with me? And a lot of people were like, I need this. I've been needing this. I want this. So we set up this Voxer chat and the only rule is that it's just an accountability check-in. So every single day we check in one goal for mind, body, spirit, and business. And if we did our goals from the day before, and it can be literally anything, anyone can decide what it looks like for an idea in each of the categories. And if they don't want to do all four categories, that's fine too. Um, I think that there's some people in there that don't have businesses and aren't doing the business category or instead they're doing creative things like they're going to create something every day, whatever it is. So in this group, every day we're accountable to a group of strangers, like people that I'm not super comfortable with, not just like my mom or sister that like they don't care if I fall off the bandwagon or my husband, he doesn't care, you know? And so, and obviously these people don't really care, but it, it pushes you a lot more to do what you're set out to do when you have to check in every single day to a group of strangers. So every single day I get to choose one attainable action step in four categories of my life to be 1% better. And I can tell you in the last week of doing this, I have felt so much better about my body, so much better in my mind, so much better emotionally, so much more connected spiritually and pushing my business forward even on the days that I want to. In my coaching groups, I don't do accountability check-ins on the weekends, but through this accountability check-in, I've even checked in on the weekends because I know that I need this push every single day to be a little bit better. So I challenge you to set some goals in your life every single day, mind, body, spirit, and business that you can just reach a little bit more and do a little tiny thing every single day. And I'll I'll promise you that if you do this every single day for a year, those effects will compound so much and you'll see so many greater results in those areas of your life just by doing a tiny little thing each day, a little bit more than you did yesterday and a little bit more to grow in those areas. I'm going to close with one final quote from Michael A. Dunn. 
He says, every effort to change we make, no matter how tiny it seems to us, just might make the biggest difference in our lives. Have a great summer, guys, and be 1% better today. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.